After years in busy Rotterdam and Amsterdam, Angelique Mergler decided to move back to the old world atmosphere of her hometown of Delft in South Holland. Even today, a walk around the old town can make you feel you're part of a Vermeer painting. Angelique joins us now for the walkable pleasures of historic Delft. We're at 877-333-RIC. Angelique, thanks for being here. Thank you. So you're a young, modern Dutch person living in a fairy tale town. It's almost like living in a painting. Within half an hour, you've got uh, Rotterdam and Amsterdam's just an hour away. Why do you live in a cute little town instead of the big, crazy city of Rotterdam or Amsterdam? Actually, I lived in Rotterdam for 17 years, and I worked in Amsterdam, and I lived there for a while as well. But, yeah, I missed Delft in the end, so we moved back because it's so beautiful. And it's really like a Vermeer painting, as you say, because the light is so beautiful, and it's easy to understand how we get to paint his paintings because it is like a Vermeer painting. There really is something about the light in a Vermeer painting, and you find that in Delft. It is. Can you describe that? What what is it? Is it a a clearness, a crystalness, a peacefulness? It's all of it, and I think it's because of uh, Delft is built in the middle of a swamp in a moor, and it's really damp. That does something to the light. So now you live in Delft, and, and again, if, if you've not been in Delft, just uh, so our, our listeners can understand, if, if you can think of the most beautiful painting of a Dutch town, it could be one of the little lanes in Delft. Yeah. Now, when you live in Delft, what's it like early in the morning to walk around the town, or what's your favorite time in Delft? Oh, it's good that you asked that, because actually every hour is different, and sometimes in the mornings I take the kids to school and it's beautiful, and then in the afternoons it's beautiful, and in night it's beautiful. So every hour the light changes, and sometimes the light comes up to the church, and then there's a cloud coming up because we're close to the coast and there's lots of clouds. So the lights change every minute, every hour. So In Holland you have a big sky. Yes, yes. Because there's no hills. Yeah, that's true, yeah. If you look at the Dutch paintings, a lot of them are about the sky, the clouds and the yeah. weather blowing through. Yeah. And then you have rocketing right up in the middle of this flat landscape, a tower of bricks, the spire of the church in Delft. Yeah, it's a miracle. (laughs) It is a miracle. I was just there a couple of months ago, and the sun was setting. It was just the last little bit of light on the spire, and I stood there, and my head went up like like a Pez dispenser. And I saw this tower of bricks. Of course, bricks would be the the normal building material in the Netherlands because there's a lot of... uh, soil to make the bricks with, and not so many trees, I guess. Yeah, the clay, yeah. The clay, yeah. 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 And then when I was there, they were setting up for the market, and the next oh, morning really? was the market. Talk about as you go to the market in the morning on Saturday in Delft. Oh, yeah, it's really buzzing with people, and it's people buying cheese and vegetables and flowers, and it's small, but it's it's busy, it's nice. And you go to the little cheese shop in the market, the, yeah. the cheese tent, and the man is evangelical about his cheese. Yeah. <laughs> he wants you to try every kind. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Young cheese, old cheese. Yes, and you can try everything. And So now, when you're doing your work, you're taking Americans, tourists, around Delft. Yes. What, what do you enjoy most to show them? Well, the churches, as you just told. The church is really designed to make your head look up to the sky and the heavens. Yeah, it <laughs> And does. it's 
it was possible to build it there because it's sandy and the rest is really wet, so that that's the only spot where it could have been built. Now, that is interesting because I learned when I was in Delft that, of course, uh, it's swampy land and, and the Dutch were reclaiming land and much of the land was below sea level, actually. It is, And yeah. the one piece of solid land would be, well, for the church to support the big spire yeah. and for the city hall where you'd have the jail, which had to be made out of stones. Yes. So it was a heavier building and yes. they needed stronger land to build that on. Yes, it's true. And then yeah. between the church and the city hall, you've got the market square. Yeah. Now, when we think of Delft, a lot of Americans are thinking about Delftware, the royal Delftware. Tell us about the tradition of Delftware, uh, the porcelain. Yes, in, yes. In your city. Delft is actually famous for its beer back in the Middle Ages. Uh-huh. That gave the city a lot of wealth, a lot of rich people, big houses. But in the end, the water was so dirty that it wasn't possible anymore to make uh, beer out of it. So in the meantime, they had thought of the East Indy companies and um, they went to China and they went to the East and they saw all the porcelain there. And then they thought, oh, we can do that. We can do that faster, cheaper, better. So that's why they made up the Delft Blue. <laughs> Dutch ingenuity, centuries ago. It is, it is. It is interesting that you had so much money because, what did you have, like 200 breweries in the town, a thriving textile market, and that was the golden age in the 1600s. Mm-hmm. And then something happened and the economy collapsed. Mm-hmm. But that sort of left Delft like a sleeping beauty town, didn't it? Just cocooned yeah. away. In the 18th century, the whole of the economy and the whole of the Netherlands actually collapsed because after the golden century, it was so hard to equalize that, and it was, was impossible, and people were so rich, it just stayed the way it was. So in a way, the uh, fact that the economy collapsed a couple hundred years ago makes for a more beautiful town today for tourism. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And now you have a beautiful place to call home. Absolutely. <laughs> this is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Angelique Merkler, and we're talking about her hometown, Delft, in the Netherlands. Our phone number is 877 and Martha's calling in from the Isle of Palms in South Carolina. Hi, Martha. Do you have a comment or a, a memory about Delft that you can share with Angelique and our listeners? Yes. I was visiting a friend who lives in The Hague, had just moved there. She's a German girl, and her husband's in the German military. One day she said, I've never been to Delft. Let's go there. She's an artist and wanted to go to the factory. And we got there late in the afternoon. It was like the tours ended maybe at four, four fifteen and we got there about that time. But the lady at the front desk said you can go back and just there uh, guardrails, you can't go through those, but you can walk back and just see the mold. We got back there and a very nice guy that was working there smiled at us and said, Do you have any questions? He I said, I don't know anything about anything. He <laughs> showed us the molds, how they fired them. We met a couple of the artists and found out that on the bottom of the Dell products you see little letters. Those are the painter's initials. Huh. It was just wonderful. You know, it's just a time-honored uh, art form, and to be able to have an intimate look at, at how they still make it in the traditional way is, is quite uh, impressive, isn't it? It was just terrific, and everybody there, the lady in the gift shop was nice and said, let me show you some of these things, and there were people in that had ordered. We're not just buying in the gift shop, and it was interesting to see the things that they were buying and why they bought them just great art. Oh, yeah. And, and then uh, that they let you wander around in the, and watch them. Every, every stage of the production you get to visit uh, and see. And why the ones that molds that don't work and which ones do and the color that they come out after they're fired. The whole thing, everybody was just as nice as they could be. You know, just 
it was not like a factory. It was almost as if we were in an artist's home. And, and, and they've been doing it just like that since the 1600s. It's really quite Correct. amazing. Thanks so much yes. for your call, Martha. Bye now. Angelique, by the way, our last caller talked about The Hague. It's just uh, half an hour away from Delft, I believe. Ten minutes, Ten even. minutes, yeah. Ten minutes, yeah. So this is interesting. You've got this beautiful, charming, gazellig. That's mm, the Dutch mm. word for, for cozy, isn't gezellig, it? Gazellig, yeah. Gezellig, it's <laughs> yeah. an important word to know. But from that gazellig home base, within ten minutes you can be at The Hague, the home of the World Peace Palace. Yes. Uh, within uh, half an hour or something, Rotterdam. With Ten minutes port. also? Ten minutes also. <laughs> it's really close. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And also, of course, you can zip up to Amsterdam. Yes. So it's, it's a beautiful home base, and you can also yes. go directly to the airport. Yes, yes. Very yes. handy. Yeah, the train connects all these cities, and actually Delft was built in the middle of the two cities, Den Haag and Rotterdam. Yeah, with 10 minutes, you're you're in both cities, so and it's really the, nice. And then the sea uh, resort next to Den Haag is Scheveningen. Yeah, Scheveningen, yeah. I got the pronunciation <laughs> done, <Yeah>. Scheveningen. <laughs> and uh, that's just a delightful place to go for a yes. little time on the beach. So you get the cute town for the home base with wonderful hotels and restaurants and easy side trips to the great cities in that part of the country. It's a beautiful uh, destination for people when they're traveling in the Netherlands. Joan's on the line in Portland, Oregon. Joan, thanks for your call. Thank you. We fell so much in love with Delft that we want to go back immediately. So we were in Delft in December and just happened to be there on um, December 5th. And when we got there, we had been in Israel, so we were not prepared for the cold, even though we knew ahead of time. We just didn't want to pack that much. So we found out that the, the market that you were talking about was happening that afternoon, and it was delightful. We bought hats and gloves and scarves. One of our favorite things to do was just to wander around, and because it was that evening, a lot of the businesses were closed. There were restaurants open, but it was just so beautiful, the, the misty rain that was happening and the, and the cold, and there were a few people out. It just felt like a wonderland of, of beauty. We wandered around the Oudkirk, or, or however you say it, the, the old, old church. old church. To have it be dark and kind of foggy, misty, and then mm. the, the soft lighting that's everywhere just cast mm. these beautiful shadows and and soft, glowing light and made the bricks, the mm. old bricks, just just beautiful. And you then know, we went back the next day and went through it, and that was really fascinating. Joan, one thing you might have missed having been there in December was the barges that are tied to the canal outside of the restaurants. And the barges used to be industrial uh, vehicles, and now they just tie them up, and they've got you know flower boxes in them, and they've got little cute gazellig uh, tables, and they're serving the food in the barge canal. And uh, it's delightful in the summer, but I'd like to go there in the winter and experience that sort of dramatic peacefulness that you did. Yes, that was exactly what was dramatic and peaceful and very homey. Just wonderful. Yeah. In fact, when we go back, we'll go back in warmer weather. But the woman at the desk that afternoon said, oh, you must eat chocolate. That's what we do all day today because it was December 5th. And So December 5th, that's uh, St. Nicholas Day or what is yes. that? Uh-huh. Okay, so yes. that, that really is part of the Christmas celebrations and they're eating a lot it, of chocolate. Uh-huh. It was a home and family night. I think that's why so many of the businesses see. were closed. It was nice and bustly that day. but Beautiful time to be there. Hey, Joan, thanks so much for your call. You have some beautiful memories to share. Thank you. So, Angelique, Joan, who just called from Portland, uh, mentioned uh, a lot of chocolate on St. Nicholas Day. I suppose any time of year you could enjoy some good chocolate in Delft. What's your recommendation for a nice chocolate shop in Delft? Well, it's one of the bigger canals uh, at the back of the old church. The Oude Jan, the old John, there's a really nice tiny chocolate shop. And they say they got the best chocolate in the Netherlands, so maybe that's a good place. They also got 
ice creams in summer, chocolate ice cream. Nice. So. so the little chocolate shop behind the church. Yes. Angelique, thank you for a good look at a beautiful town, Delft. Okay, thank you. Rick Steves teaches smart European travel. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Europe's top sites, and a world of information to help turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.